Available on all podcast platforms. This is the Psychology Cast, the podcast that interviews unique individuals on why they do what they do. This podcast, I talk to Charlotte Thompson, the founder of Yoga Breakfast. Have you ever wondered what it's like to have yoga for breakfast? Well, certainly I didn't, and now I have an idea. After talking to Charlotte on the podcast, she talked to me through about her journey and what's it like to have yoga for breakfast. Um, and I thought that was really interesting. Another thing that was interesting was freedom of expression. Now, normally when you look at things like yoga, well, from my perspective, um, it's all about having strength positions. Um, although there's some health benefits attached, I've always thought, okay, well, how do I fit in? And also, how does um, people like yourselves might fit into yoga? Um, so Charlotte really explains it in a very easy format uh, and simple to understand. So I hope you really enjoy this podcast. Um, this podcast... Um, it's split up into two parts. Yeah. Uh, one is about yourself, which is all about like okay, you know, some of the things that you shared, and the second would be about um, uh, what you're actually delivering at the moment. Um, and so we'll take a break halfway through. But my, my, you know, my first question I was thinking initially when I first thought okay, when I came across, uh, so sitting, the reason how I come, I was sitting in at home, I was thinking okay, I've just you know handed in. Uh, you know uh, my research and I was looking through and people are saying congratulations you know and I suppose yeah you know I take on the congratulations but I suppose what excites me is when is what are people up to like what what do people do what's their motivation what did they, you know what are they are they pursuing their goals what they want to do so I came across like okay um, this thing around yoga breakfast right um, I thought you know, um, what's that initially? Yeah. Then I looked at the person who's actually um, uh, who's developed. Okay, I know this individual, um, and I know that this person has got a passion for like uh, well-being, for example, and um, was looking into it. Um, but to actually produce it and deliver it and to make it a concept and to make it real, I mean, I've met so many people who've got really good ideas but never get to, you know, make it a real thing. Um, so when someone takes that step, I thought, okay, I need to just go and speak to this person, um, which we're going to talk about later in the singing. But the first yeah. part, I wanted to ask, like, my first thought was like, you know, um, you know, when did you want to start, I suppose, helping other people or start to even help yourself? Like, did you were you always interested in this um, yoga and eating healthily and nutrition? So I actually was a swimming teacher. I've always, so my mum runs a swimming business and I remember when I was 15, I used to help out at the swimming pool and I used to help people to swim. And I just love that teaching element. I love being able to give someone a life skill. Um, It was just so rewarding for me. And I've done that, oh, I carried that on for years and years. I've taken a few breaks out and now I'm actually 
taking on that swimming business because my mum's retiring. So not teaching at the moment, but I'm doing the managing side. But it's just, again, it's that life skill and in the reward that you get from it, like the satisfaction, it's complete job satisfaction, knowing what you've been able to do and knowing that you've been able to give someone the opportunity. And especially when it comes to swimming is such a life skill. Um, It's like walking, isn't it? It's like it's, you don't know when you're ever going to need it. And I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not the greatest, strongest swimmer. And I respect people who teach people how to do something for life. It's probably more important than driving. Yeah, definitely. Totally agree. Um, So that's kind of like what I love about teaching and how I got into teaching. I think yoga is just a different angle for me. Um, Just through my experiences, it's something that I, I don't know, I just find that I can switch off when I do yoga. I don't stress out. It's a complete release. And again, a bit like the swimming, like I know, like working in an office, how stressful sometimes things can be. And being able to just switch off for an hour, give myself some time to be able to give that to somebody else, like the swimming, I think that's really rewarding. And, and the feedback that I've had from people as well is so positive and exactly that, that they're allowing themselves to give themselves give themselves that time and usually they wouldn't they would do, be stressed to give themselves that time but now they're making the time to do it which is lovely do, do you think like you know um people need help and assistance because you know what In we were what saying context i suppose what we were saying it's um you know um earlier about not everyone's perfect and you know we could all i suppose learn one one thing or another too and we need to assist um, and we haven't got that perfect side to each other. And so we've got things like, you know, I've learned a lot of things, especially from um, guests doing this po- type of podcast. Yeah. Like, actually, I didn't know that about myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, definitely. Like, the support is 100% needed. And I think when people have that support, it's even more of a driver. When you know that other people believe in you, I, I don't know it's inspiring it makes you want it even more um i know that i've been supported quite a lot for many years by friends by family um and without them i would have found it really difficult actually um to do this on my own yeah and i suppose like even even like with myself if I didn't get the little bits of encouragement, little bits of like, don't worry, just just keep at it, you'll be fine, you know. Um, maybe I would have given up, or sometimes your your mind would have just shut down, right? Because we're saying yeah. the mind and the body are, are connected. And you might not have given, like, you might have given up for a period of time. It might have taken you a bit longer to get there without that support. Maybe I don't know because I've been supported. So I couldn't really say from someone that hasn't been in that position. Yeah. Um, so do you, in terms of like for the people who are thinking about this podcast right now and who've got ideas in them, what do you think was the, the, that, that, that period where you transitioned over or you just said, right, let's make, the, let's make this idea into a real thing now? You know, basically, let's go deliver a workshop. Let's, 
What was that? Did something happen? What was the trigger? Do you think? Oh. Or was there triggers? It doesn't have to be well, one trigger. Well, it's something that I've wanted to do for a really long time. It didn't happen overnight, not at yeah. all. So I'd say I started doing my first yoga classes seven years ago. It took me a couple of years, maybe two or three years, researching best teachers, best training. I wanted, I didn't just want to go straight out there and start delivering stuff. I wanted to make sure that I had the appropriate training. I studied in nutrition and weight management. Um, and then I moved on to the yoga. In between that, I got a new job. So I had to focus my time on learning a new job. So there's so many things that get in the way but eventually you build on yourself, you work up towards these things. And it was last year that Yoga Breakfast came about. And it was actually when I started doing my 200 hour teachers training. I wanted to be able to take away my, my training that I'd been doing and actually use that with other people. So we didn't forget it. I wanted to make it solid. I wanted to build a foundation um, so that's that was probably the trigger, really, for me. That I have if this if I'm training in it and I'm doing it, I've got to be serious now, and I've got to do it. Like you said, you you can have not a lot of people, you can have a lot of people turn up. You just got to put yourself out there and go for it. And I felt more confident the fact that I was going through training and that I was doing it the right way in the terms that I was learning from people that have got years of experience in this trade and I wasn't just going out there and teaching what I've learned from a yoga class you know so that meant a lot to me um, and it meant a lot to me that I had people actually willing to come along to the classes while I'm training because I'm not qualified I wasn't certified so they're putting a lot of trust in me to or essentially they're being my guinea pigs so I, wouldn't, I didn't charge for their time. Um, it was all genuinely, thank you for helping me. Um, and I hope you enjoy what I've learned. And it, that part of the process, if I hadn't have done that, I don't think I'd be where I am today. And I don't think I'd be as confident with doing this sort of work. Um, so yeah, that was definitely the trigger is, is when I actually started the training. I didn't want to lose um, the knowledge that I was learning, I wanted it to have a purpose. I actually wanted to use it. And it's these small steps, but they're very big. You know, like um, you're nutting. You're basically you're putting in the the nuts and bolts into the foundation, isn't it? Totally. And organising that first yoga breakfast. So what it was, I I went all out. <laughs> And I uh, arranged, so I did my lesson plan. So it was an hour and a half of yoga. So you're really also, serious about this? Huh? You're really, really serious about this? Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. And the more serious you are, the more nervous you are about getting it right. The more you want to perfect it. Because you care about the, the people that you're going to be... Definitely, yeah. definitely. I did my food safety certificate as yeah. well because the other element of yoga breakfast is after we do that amazing practice, we get to sit around, have food, have amazing healthy food. I remember it was Easter and I say healthy food. Okay, so I got the hot cross buns out too. <laughs> it was Easter, yeah, you know. But yeah. the feedback from that session was actually the social element 
everyone loved it. They loved to be able to take some time out, not only get that practice, get nutrition straight after exercise, but they got to meet new people. They all got to talk about things that they could relate to. And it was just a really nice, really nice morning. I mean, here's a question for you to reflect on. Um, what would, I mean, it's something that I'm trying with all the guests, uh, probably put yeah. it in the future ones. Uh, <laughs> um, what would be, what would, what would, what would the younger self, when I'm in the younger self, I've been talking about maybe someone who's in, been in primary school would be yeah. thinking of this person right now, if we reflect back on it. So you, if they, if, what do you mean? So imagine <laughs> you, you were like, say, say, imagine you're seven, eight years old. Yeah. What would they, what would you think that young person who's seven, eight years and you would think of what you're doing now? I have no idea. <laughs> from like from my point of view, if I was seven or eight years old, this isn't something that I'd be focusing on right now. I'd yes. be focusing on being a child and playing with my friends. Oh so. no! What, what I meant is like, if, imagine this the seven, eight year old thought this was going to be what you're going to do in the future. Yeah. Uh, what would that seven, eight year old in you would think? I don't know. Do you know why I don't know? Because I never knew what I wanted to do when I grew up. And that was something that always bugged me. Yeah. I never knew. I didn't know what um, what classes to take at school. I didn't end up going to university. I just got into a job and did that job. And I it always bugged me that, oh, everybody's got these little careers that they've set out to do because they knew what they wanted to do whether it was being vet or get into sports um and i just didn't 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 know that and it's taken me this long to know this is the direction i want to go in this is where i want to be i think this is an important point you know this is because other lot of, lot of people don't know um where they're going and that's okay because it, you know you don't know when you've when, when that moment will be. Yeah, even people that do end up doing university degrees. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It no, might not no turn comment. out yeah, yeah, the course. way that yeah, they yeah, want, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, again, like, it takes time. It takes a lot of time to really understand what, what you want to get out of your own life and what it is you want to do. And it may be that you want to do lots of things. You'll do one thing for a few years, then you'll swap to something else. Uh, it's finding something that makes you happy that's the main thing I think I don't want to say but like uh, I was always brought up to like make sure that I could look after myself so that was kind of more important than actually my well my well-being and doing what made me happy so that's what I guess why I ended up getting into a job and just making sure that I could look after myself so I kind of lost that part of my life where, okay, let's go to uni, let's explore what I want to do. It was more, okay, I need to look after myself. No, I, I, I think you made some really good points. I think I didn't, I didn't expect to be doing what I'm doing right now. Even when mm. I went to uni, I went, thought I'd be in a different direction. Yeah. Um, and I think you're right. It depends what you feel what's right for you, what you feel happy with, what you feel like the next journey is for you. And it's okay to say, actually, I'm going to do this for a few, 
few years. So I'm going to do this for this time, isn't it? You live in the moment. Definitely. And if you don't try these things, how are you yes. ever going to know? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, no, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yes. You, that's why. That's why I think when I came across your, the you know your project, yeah, um, your idea is okay. Here's a person. It's not just an idea. This is an idea in practice. She's implementing it. It's it's living and breathing. It's it's live. I can go to it tomorrow. You know, I can pick up. Yes, <laughs> I can pick up the phone. You see, and not just me. Other people too. Yeah. To actually, here's something that was an idea in someone's head, and now it's been transformed. Obviously, with the charity that I run. Um, again, I've been on that similar journey. So that's why I'm thinking. I wonder what that journey was like for the other person. Are yeah. you yourself? Um, and I wanted to see actually. You know how did they manage and how did they do it? It was just also to because sometimes, yeah, I'm on I'm on that journey myself. Hence why I talk to trying to talk to lots of different people about okay, what what is it about them that pushed them to do it? You know, is there something that I could take away? Um, and for for um, so for for my next question for for about yourself, it's it's almost like um, what did you sort of like. Um, expect to happen do you have any expectations no. or there no expectations i suppose really. you said you wanted to help people and that was enough i guess my expectation was that i'd get people coming to my class yes people turning up <laughs> so that's a good sign turning up yeah, yeah that's kind of a good one yes <laughs> but yeah i don't i don't really know just like people yeah getting the message out there and kind of just sharing my experience of how it made me feel being able to practice mm. yoga um, and just bringing people together I guess that's kind of my expectation um, as well as a bit of selfishness I'm not going to deny um, making me feel good because it's something I want to do um, something I feel that I could be good at <laughs> yeah no and I think uh, yeah no, absolutely and I think that's what it is it's self-care isn't it I wouldn't say yeah. selfishness but it's definitely self-care yeah it's about investing in yourself actually not just financially but also not not physically but also yeah, mentally uh, spiritually men- um, yeah, and also emotionally definitely definitely because I think we forget you know there's other bits to us um, which in order for us to reach our uh, potential growth we need to feed the feed feed everything it's not just, you know, have I got a roof on my head? That's not enough. Yeah. The basics, but you have to do other things. So, yes. Um, and it's good that, um, you know, what, so I suppose it's in terms of expectations. If someone was, um, say, in this similar situation, right, who might be listening. Yeah. Got an idea. Yeah. They... They really want to go to the next. They, you know, like, you know, like actually implement it. Could be anything. Could be an app. Could be a restaurant. Could be a new menu. Could be a new a beauty company. Whatever, whatever their passions are. What would you say to them? Like, just like how you know for them to go and do it. Um, I would do some research and maybe find a mentor. If like for example, That's a good idea. you, you yep. chose the restaurant route. So maybe get some experience in that area. Um, so rather than just going out buying something or you know just just going straight out full pelt, actually get some experience in there. Um, and that, yeah, find a mentor, someone that's been through it and that can relate to what you want to do and give you that advice. 
what do you think they should expect at this stage yes um, but definitely get a mentor and there's also i know that there are good coaching uh, facilities at the council that you can use so that's another opportunity for people wanting to start their own business is to reach out and they can do business plans with you they can talk through with you and it's something that i'm actually looking to do myself so i'm at that point now where i feel like i can take on um some advice like that because i've now launched the business i now i'm getting people through the door um and it's definitely where i want to go with it so um and and it goes back to the, you know um, the final part of this uh, the final question of this um, inter- interview it's almost a question that's on my mind is do they should they continue if it's making them feel good um, so if they continue if it's making them feel good about themselves should they continue yeah 100% I mean if it's not then you need to review why it's not yeah. um, maybe talk to someone about it it always helps to be able to get it out and get someone's well maybe just have someone listen you don't even need someone's opinion on it just being able to talk to someone will help but yeah if if it's going well and you feel good about it then definitely keep going Uh, part two we're going to come back and talk more about your um uh, your company and we're going to talk about particularly um what it does and where you're going to go with it next Welcome back to part two. I'm going to ask questions around what is actually the the, uh, the product or the service um, and where do you want to go to a next. My first thought is actually around the name, Yoga yeah. Breakfast. Um, I suppose, what do you tell people um, when people ask you what it's about? What's the first thing that normally you say to people? Well... Yoga Breakfast is kind of, it's, it's developing. So originally, Yoga Breakfast was more workshop style class. So it was to come along to experience yoga, to have great food and to be able to socialise. So that is what Yoga Breakfast is and it still is. But at the moment, because I'm still a developing, um, developing my trade and and kind of getting my name out there with what I do, my focus is on yoga. And I think the name is really relevant because the style that I do, it's like you're having yoga for breakfast. So I I really like how the name works in many different ways. Um, Ultimately, I came up with it because of my love for food and good nutrition. Um, and being able to bring both of them together. Um, So that's where it comes from. And what I tell people at the moment, the product is actually a style called Core Strength Vinyasa. So the style of yoga that I'm doing is available for everybody. Um, It's very focused on optimizing the core, um, more so than your flexibility I mean flexibility is a part of it but we don't like to put unnecessary pressure on the joints so I don't promote straight legs or straight arms we let our limbs be in service of our spine 
So it's a very flowy, free, expressive style. Um, and I like to say that it is open for everybody. Um, and I'm trying to bring it to people that haven't done yoga before at the moment, just so that they can get the experience. I know from classes that I've been to, and even from when I first started doing yoga, you'd go into a class and not have any idea what to do, how to do things. You'd see other people doing crazy things with their legs or what yeah. have you, and it can be a little bit intimidating. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I'd like to be able to bring a class to people that isn't like that, is more, um, more cosy in the sense that they're smaller group classes, um, that they can ask questions if they want to, that we can repeat things if they need to, um, as well as eventually then them enjoy them so much that they come to bigger classes where we can just flow through a vinyasa and it's more them finding their own expression in their poses than me telling them what to do. So that's where I am with it at the moment and I'm sure it's going to develop over time even more. Um, but yeah. Um, yes, I, I, I think you made a really quite exciting point there. Um, so oh, you have basically, yeah, you, so you have yoga for breakfast. Yeah, I do yoga like that. For yes, totally. I didn't think of that actually. Yes. Yeah, I have yoga for breakfast every day, yes. and I love it. And it really the the difference on my day that just taking a little bit of time out, even if it's just sitting in silence uh, and resting awake, um, it just changes my day. I feel positive, I feel happy, my body feels energised, especially if I've done movement in the morning, I really get a good sense of energy. And yeah, it, it, like if I don't do it, I notice, not miserable, but I'm not, I'm not as chirpy or as energetic as I am when I do practice. So I think it's got a great benefit in that respect. Um, just being able to take five minutes out, I feel good about it. Because yeah, because that's what I was an ask. Um, how long does some if someone one wants to do it? How long does it take for them to do it? Um, so one is like in their homes, yeah. and one when it comes to something like a workshop. Yeah. So in your home, however much time you can afford, it could be one minute, two minute. Like it's that if you're thinking you don't have to be, you don't have to do lots of movement. You could just perhaps do a bit of meditation a bit of mindfulness maybe just lock away your thoughts for a minute and maybe uh, the next day do it a little bit longer um, there's some great apps that are out there that you could use to help you do this I know Headspace is one of them you could give that a go and that's just breaking into doing it gently if it comes to movement I actually started just doing five minutes a day so and the other thing is a lot of people are busy we've got mm, stuff to do yeah. especially in the week if you've got full-time jobs um, and five minutes what's that making a cup of tea brushing your teeth <clears throat> you know it doesn't it doesn't take long to give yourself an extra five minutes in the morning um, and just wake the body up um, so give it a go <laughs> <laughs> well that's okay people do on their lunch breaks yeah I do I do I do it in lunch as well actually so I've actually managed to get um, some people from work that really enjoy the class so we do it at the end of the week yeah. 
Um, we had eight people this week, which is great. It's the biggest one yet. We're going to need a bigger office. <laughs> <laughs> a bigger building. Yeah. Completely, yes. yeah. But um, it's nice to finish the week on a high. Um, you were, That's maybe, interesting. Yeah. At the end of the week. Oh, um, yeah, we're doing it at the end of the week. Until suddenly even on a high. Yeah. Wow. Because, yeah, I suppose most people who are working, they feel drained, feel shattered by the end of the week. But actually, this is actually re-energising them. Yeah, ready for the weekend. So... Um, I like to think that that's uh, what they're getting from it as well. Um, in terms of classes, um, like my classes, they actually range from 45 minutes to an hour. Um, I do like to ask people if they have an extra 15 minutes because sometimes practice can run over, especially for a beginner. Um, we might repeat things a few times. Um, so I do always like to ask because I don't want to use up people's time if they have that extra 15 minutes because it's nice to really get that relaxation at the end of a class and not have to rush um, if we've run over for, for whatever reason it might have been. Um, so yeah, I mean at the moment my 45 minute class is actually a completely different style um, of yoga. It's uh, called Yoga Shred. And it's a combination of the best of my core strength in yasa yoga um, with HIT, so high intensity interval training. And the idea is to just get the heart rate up, mm. um, have a really energizing class. And actually, the benefits of HIT training um, are great for the body, great for the mind. Um, we can do less exercise, uh, sorry less exercise in in as little time um, and just really get the benefits so it will speed up the metabolism um, and we, we can just I, I think my favorite bit about it is the short period of time that you don't need a, like you don't need to be working out for an hour two hours you can get this done in 20 minutes oh wow that's the quickest okay. um, yeah. I do the class of 45 minutes so that we have a proper warm-up because um, obviously we want to get the body and the circulation going you want to be nice and warm before you start doing your shreds um, the shreds that I do um, they last about 15 minutes so it's not long and do people lose um, I mean someone who's basically who's done more than 200 hours um, of instructor training um, do people lose weight? lose weight? Um, yeah, they can lose weight. Do they? Yeah, yeah okay. but it's not just fitness <laughs> that will help them to lose weight. Obviously, yeah, of course. it depends Done. what you eat as well. Hmm. So if you're eating more than what you're actually burning in terms of calories, then you're not going to lose weight. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> just re- that basic mathematics. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You need to burn more than then what you consume consuming. if you want to lose weight. Yeah. And that's a fact. Um some things about the shred in, and also core strength is our breathing technique. So it's slightly different uh, to a normal yoga class that I've been to anyway. We really focus on our exhale out the mouth. And from what I understand, um, that exhale is actually the last part of weight loss. That the, the chemical processes that happen inside the body, that is you expelling um expelling the waste so on getting big exhales out of the body so I wow. like to say getting rid of all of the waste that we don't need anymore and that could have multiple meanings not as not just losing weight but 
um, any like crap that you've been going through or any so what, bad through feelings. So through exhaling. Through exhaling. We're getting rid of obviously toxin, I presume. Yeah, yeah. totally. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It's the waste. It's the CO2, isn't Absolutely. it? That we're exhaling. So inhale the good and exhale all that rubbish that we don't want in our bodies anymore. You know, I didn't know that, but I can, I can see, I can see the, um, uh, the, the logic there and the actual, yeah, I can see why would that would that would be that would work. So if anyone is interested in just doing this, just exhale. Exhale. We'll see everybody yes. at the gym now yes. going ha ha ha. <laughs> that would be funny, even at work. On the way to, but yeah, I suppose you're right. It's about the balance of other things, isn't it? Diet De- and, definitely. Yeah. I mean, having a regular practice or any regular exercise is going to help you to lose weight. But it's about that balance again and um, making sure that we're not overeating, so we're getting the right portion sizes, we're eating at the right time. So in terms of when are we going to do exercise or, or what have we got on that day, do we need to have a 2,000 calorie meal? Um, uh, um, it's, uh, uh, it's not helped with convenience food. So if we're going out... Um, and what would you describe as convenience food, just for our, for, our, for our listeners? Yeah, so convenience food is probably when you're going, I don't want to name any names, when you're just going out for food and yeah. you're buying food. Okay, So you're, when you're for the not, convenience. Yeah, when you're not preparing it at home, you don't know what's gone in it, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you go out and you're buying food, yeah, you've got the label. Most of the times the label are telling you well, actually... Well, like a sandwich. Yeah, like a sandwich or fast food, crisps, chocolate, any any sort of food that you can just buy. Um, One thing that like I've been uh, not brought up with, but some of my trainers, my inspirations live by is the 80-20 rule. So as long as we're thinking about what we're putting in 80% of the time, then 20% it's okay to go out for a nice meal, maybe indulge in some nice dessert or, or what have you. Like, you don't have to be religious. 100%. In, in, yeah, yeah, because yeah. then you're not living. Yeah. Yeah, there's got to be a, a boundary, that balance again. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. It's got to be manageable. It's got to be realistic. Um, otherwise, you're not going to be able to maintain it. So... I mean, it's not, I don't like to use the word diet, it's a lifestyle, you, you have to pick, um, you have to pick something that works for you, um, and that you can live with, if you can't live with it, then you'll end up doing a diet for say, 8 weeks, 12 weeks, you come back see to... the results, you'll get lots of lovely results, but then yeah, you'll then go back to how you were doing it before, and you'll put on weight as much... Uh, Pull it more. Maybe. Really? Okay. Maybe. You've yeah. got to pick something that works for you and actually you can make as a lifestyle mm. uh, when it comes to food. So sustainable. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think you're right because I think, yeah, if you imagine you do something like, okay, this type of diet for six weeks and then you think, okay, that six weeks is here, you hit your goal, now what? Um, I'm stuck now because I want to do what I wanted to do before, let me go back. Yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of people might not have time for home preparation, but um, once you get in a habit, like with anything, it actually gets easier. Once you find things that work for you, um, 
again, it, it gets easier. I mean, at the moment for myself, I will do my shopping once a week. I'll make sure I've got enough for the week and I know what I'm going to eat that week. It might sound a little bit intense for some people that don't plan like that, but it really, really helps. And it also helps me not to miss a meal because that's the other thing. Skipping meals can be just as damaging as um, eating too much. So we want to make sure that we're getting the right nutrition during the week at the right time, especially if we're exercising. If you're not eating and you're exercising, you can burn the wrong sort of energy. You can burn the wrong parts of your body. It can even go into bone. So you're not... Really? Yeah, you're not creating a good environment in your body. You need to make sure that you've got good food, good energy... Uh, to do what you need to do when it comes to your exercise. And um, for for like yoga and what you're doing with this idea, is that is that something that you recommend to people who actually um, that want to start making those lifestyle changes? Oh, definitely, I would. If they if they express an interest, mm. um, then I will definitely be supportive. Um, and help where I can obviously they've got to make their own choices Um, I definitely recommend anyone that's um, interested in going down losing any weight maybe just make a food diary to begin with just first of all just recognize what you're consuming during a week and that's a big thing when you get to the end of the week and you actually can physically see what you've been consuming um, I think it's it, it's just brings it a, home to you. Pardon? It brings it home to you. It does. So, like, oh, this yeah. is <laughs> this is what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it, it just helps you to maybe take one thing out that yeah. week. It's a slow process. Like we build up these habits over such a long period of time that we almost train ourselves into doing things that we, we don't realise are bad for us um, or in are in excess. So just these little things, we'd make little changes over time and eventually it gets easier. Uh, We train ourselves um, into doing the right thing for our body. And in terms of like, I I assume that this um, approach of yoga, um, I I particularly like what you said about actually, it's not about you telling them what to do, it's whatever they feel comfortable with. So I assume that basically it's suitable for anyone. Totally, yeah. Anyone can do it. Yeah, and can they do? This is something that um, you just mentioned about time. Is this something that some people can do in their, um, like, in the workplace on their desks? Yeah. So I they can, do. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's <laughs> something they can they can do. I yeah. don't know what people think when I start <laughs> stretching. Yes. <laughs> and I've heard people being on a phone call. No, have take a little stretch, and they're like. Are you stretching? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, so people notice on the phone call. Oh, oh yeah, wow, they yes. notice. <laughs> yes. Because I suppose, you know, when you're, when you're dealing, because it's every day, right, people are busy, people love, haven't got the time, people might not have the energy, but um, if, especially if you're at desk, you're taking a phone call. Yeah. And you could, you could, but you could do that, right? I mean, as long as you're not disrupting your phone call. Exactly. You can still yeah. do something. Actually, let me stand up because now they've introduced standing desks yes, at workplace. So definitely. We should use our environment to our maximum, you know, ability. Totally agree. 
Um, and that's one thing actually I love about my practice is the core strength element of it. So if you're office based or you sit for long periods of time, so maybe you're a driver, it's so beneficial because we don't really, we, we take for granted, I think, our posture um, and what our core does for us or can do for us. So it can actually support our lower backs um, once we combined our breathing um, and it's just great like I can use this at work I don't get backache from uh, from sitting for long periods of time um, and these are all techniques that I want people to come to the class and experience and be able to take away and use in their day-to-day so it doesn't matter um, just doing it on the mat in the yoga class they can do it anywhere so I always see the core principle into my classes um, every time because that's what it's about it's core strength um yeah (laughs) and what what does the core strength does for people in a nutshell would you say so it's supporting your lower back yeah yeah yeah. it it, it creates um decompression in the spine which is actually um it's called axial extension when you do it in the practice and it's actually unnatural to do that so we, we kind of create a little bit of a compressed environment so doing that axial extension the spine really loves that space that you make um, it creates uh, more activation in the core and again that the, the core is protecting our lower back so it's working all of those deep core muscles um, within us that we don't really that we kind of take for granted we don't really understand and that's um one thing that actually doing all of this anatomy and learning about the body again we live with these bodies our entire lives so we should look after it right yeah but (laughs) knowing about it knowing what it does for us how it serves us and how much we take that for granted because i don't i don't i'm sure not everybody understands the intricacies of of how the body works but yeah we live with it for such a long period of time and and I'm like finding out this stuff and I'm not going to say how old I am, but yeah, it's been a long time and I'm only just finding things out. So <laughs> well, I just think it's amazing. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely do think that I think, the, you know, I suppose that when you're thrown into school, wherever, they do teach the biology, but they don't really yeah. the, 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 the meaning or the significance, maybe it's realisation or something like that. Yeah. And then you realise absolutely when you uh, reflect, you think to yourself, actually, there's thing that we've got we should try and look after it we should try and nourish it we um you know and and some of us um uh, if not all of us are sometimes guilty of like neglecting it or abusing it in that sense um you know me included in that sense you know and also um it does take a certain time or a moment and the right environment for you to think "Mm, what can i do this or like for me is running the marathon and then what can I do with this body in this sense? I'm not saying my body is the same as everybody else. I can't maybe do long jump, you know. Um, but it's about, yeah, what can I do? What abilities can I do with my own, you know, skeletal body, if you like? Yeah, and finding what's comfortable. Yeah. Because everybody's different. Mm. So, Although, yeah, we might look similar and have similar features or what have you, our, our structures are different internally and our limits are different. Um, I think we are saying before about trying to do the same as other people in a yoga class. 
that's not why we should go to a yoga class. It's very egotistic, um, and yoga's not about enhancing the ego and being able to do crazy things and be really super bendy. It's about giving that time to your body, to your mind, connecting your movements, connecting your breath, um, and so just paying attention to what your body needs that day. I think that you know, so that's a really important point. I think you know, from a layman's perspective, that's what I would have thought. Um, because obviously, it's all about um, holding certain positions, um, feeding the ego. But actually, it's not about that. It's actually what everybody's different, and what you th- what and the, and the pro- the the path that you're taking to all these people on the journey is about saying, make your own pose. There yeah. is there is no freedom of expression. Yes, um, yes, that's a creating good way to put it. that it's creating a nice environment in your body to be expressive um, and also just working on your range of movement, um, giving you back maybe increased range of movement as well. So the more we practice, the more that's going to support the body. Um, no, I think that's a good. That's a very powerful way of putting it freedom of expression because I think it's slightly different in everyone um, I think we're all on that same sort of journey um, but more importantly it's about actually uh, you know self value yes. um, and actually where do I fit into the world or where do I fit into this part of the world um, that I am different but I'm also of equal, um, equal status um, I have a voice I have a presence and uh, so that comes and I can express it through my uh, posture. Yeah, and it's a very empowering practice as well, is that just because other people are doing different things, um, it's okay as long as you feel comfortable and you feel like you've got something out of that class, that's empowering. I don't want people to come to class and feel like they should be doing what everybody else is doing. Because that, that, yeah, that, like, I think it's a habit and it's built into us and it's something that we've got to kind of train out is, like, wanting to be like everybody else, um, wanting to be able to achieve those things. Like, you've got to bring it back home, bring it back to yourself mm-hmm. and realise what is it that you want to achieve? You as an individual, not as everybody else. Um, almost, like, zone out of that class and just make it your own class you are there um you are there for your practice not for anybody else's not to watch what other people are doing but to just own it and make it yours that's empowering we're coming at the end of the podcast um so my i suppose um uh the question i like to ask is where do you where is where's the best place to uh, find people about what you're offering a good question yes so um i have a facebook page um which is yoga breakfast and i also have a website which is www.yogabreakfast.co.uk so i'd say those are a good starting point you can reach me on a contact form on my website and all of my contact details are on there too so if you want to give me a call or a text or a whatsapp i've got it all <laughs> no i'm and i'll share that with um at the end of when I promote the, uh, the podcast um, so one basically final sort of thing I mean it's not putting people in the spot but I like to ask the question to some 
uh, you know, guests. Um, what quote or inspirational quote that you would like to share? Uh, it doesn't have to be anything that um, uh, that's come from a famous person. Something yeah. you think actually in this moment, in that sense. Um, in this moment, it would be do what you love. Available on all podcast platforms. This is the Psychology Cast, the podcast that interviews unique individuals on why they do what they do.